call me Dunt. My, ooh, 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 this one's gonna be fun. My creative, my gay, my entrepreneurial, my digital media coffee Dunt. Welcome to another episode of Confidently Insecure, the podcast where we're absolutely sure we don't know everything. I am your host, Kelsey Dara, and I am so excited for this week's guest because I am not only a huge fan of this person, but she's out here killing the fucking game. And she's younger than I am, which it, she makes me feel young. Like I, she bought cargo pants and flip flops. So I buy cargo pants and flip flops. Uh, she's also been a guest on guilty pleasures, which I know y'all be watching. And she's here to talk to us today about her newest venture, making her directorial debut with her movie reply. She's got over 1.7 million subscribers. She's been called the John Hughes for the YouTube generation. She's a content creator who is now pouring her love of films and writing into directing her own with a focus on LGBTQIA stories. Reply is both written and directed by this gorgeous person. It's a Y2K vintage featuring a notable cast of talent and influencers, including Ava Capri from Do Revenge, we all know, Sierra Riley Wilson, and Corey Fogelmanis. And it is now available to rent on Creator Plus. Y'all, it's Elle motherfucking Mills. <laughs> Hello. Hi, what Elle. an intro. Hello. I know. I feel like I just did like a line. Like I'm so, you give me energy. Yeah. I'm, I'm so <laughs> here for it. Thanks for coming on the pod. Thanks for having me. So, holy shit, you made a movie. I did. Casual. do that. (laughs) Um, I'm using this as, like, semi, um, like, uh, selfish reasons. I just got my biggest job of my career announced two weeks ago that I'm directing the uh, BuzzFeed feature documentary about, like, the glories of BuzzFeed. Yeah, so I'm, like... Oh, my gosh stepping into my directorial debut Uh and you're coming hot off the press so i'm i'm like i'm ready for this fucking conversation to happen oh my god (laughs) i'm excited to see that i'm so excited oh my god i honestly same but this is (laughs) as much as i try to make it about me me and my (laughs) um let's start let's let's rewind let's go back back to the beginning as our girl um hillary duff once said Mm-hmm. Where did your love of film really begin? Because you're young. Yeah, I mean, I feel like, in a way, I've always, like, I feel like I've always loved, like, video making. And, like, I feel like f- films for me, like, I mean, I grew up loving, like, 2000s teen movies and, like, mm-hmm. Disney Channel movies, like, DCOMs and stuff. So, I mean, I've always had a love for film. I think, like, obviously that, like, it like developed into like different kinds of films and stuff as I grew up. And like, I got more like hands-on with stuff, but I feel like um, I've always just been like, like I love movies over TV shows. Like I've always been like Mm -hmm. more into film, Um, but like filmmaking has been like a recent thing, but because I feel like I've only recently gained the confidence to dive into it. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, but always just been a consumer. Right, right. And there's mm-hmm. something about like the types of movies that I know you're a fan of that's like very character driven. Like we're not talking mm-hmm. like Marvel big action like mm-hmm. superhero genre stuff. Like what is it about a character driven sort of like slice of life movie that you love? I don't know cuz I was I thinking about this recently. I'm like, I don't know. I just love grounded stuff and I actually like feel like when a movie has like elements that are feel like I don't know, like the sci-fi fantasy and just like superhero 
stuff. Um, I mean, I do love those films, and there's some like great films where like I mean, I that I do enjoy, but um, it does lose me a little bit. I think I do. I just love. I I, I don't know. I was thinking about it recently. Recently, because this is controversial, and I really feel embarrassed about that. I'm about to bring it up, but oh my god, say it. <laughs> I don't, I don't, it's really hard for me to bring myself to the theater to watch Bones and all. Really? I know, I know, I know. Okay, wait, but like, we got to dissect this. We got to dissect this. Is it because we don't go see movies anymore? Is it because it's able to stream? Like, what is it? It's, it's, um, the cannibalism part of it. I'm just like, it's, it loses me. (laughs) It loses me. If it was just a love story, a grounded love story, I'd be like down. But it's like, I'm like, oh, you know what I mean? Got it. Facts. Okay. But I went and saw it, which I'm really proud uh-huh. about my movie going experience. Even though yes. I am an AMC A-lister, I am like my time is money and preciousness. I want to go be, make sure I, it's an investment. I'm not just going all willy nilly to go uh-huh. distract myself for two, three hours. Bones and all fucks. Okay. Okay. It's, it's incredibly grounded. And then you have these moments where it's like, what the fuck? But the groundedness is so middle america it's so americana that i I feel like you could get into it okay no honestly i've been hearing this a couple of times now so i'm like i will i just don't know why because i'm very precious about especially going to the movie theater i'm like it's i have it's a commitment it's Mm -hmm. like i want to be i don't know i the last movie i saw in the theater was after sun did you watch after sun um I'm pretty sure it's a 24 film but it was it was like i i feel like i would after like reading about it like i would want to go back and watch it but it was a bit of like it wasn't the best but before that i watched triangle of sadness oh have you love that guy. so good so yes. good see i like He's... i really enjoyed that yeah but i don't know i'll, I'll give bones up. i mean this has just been like a debate because me uh, my girlfriend really wanted to watch it um yeah while i was visiting her and i was like really really against it i was like i'd rather watch the disney movie the strange world disney movie i don't know why <laughs> some okay you know wait wait do you get sometimes that you kind of just want an easy watch like just oh, like yeah you want to like, turn your brain off yes and i want yeah. i just wanted like an easy like i don't know that's that was my vibe the past few weeks but it's been yeah. a huge debate bones and all so well yeah <clears throat> okay i will i will rock with bones and all just because it it it's just so unusual. And come on, Timmy, Timmy, you got to go see Timmy. You got to go see him being Timmy. I know. I you know. Just, did we, did you watch the gays? Did you watch Dune? Oh, yeah. In the theater. Okay. Did you? I didn't watch. No, because I'm like, I love Timothy Chalamet, but I was like, I couldn't in Zendaya, too. But I just yeah. like Dune was a little like that would be. It that's was, a little. I'm not going to lie. I did not know anything about it. In fact, like the fact that it was such a big, thick ass book, I was like, this is going to be lame as fuck. I knew nothing uh-huh. going in. I came out. I'm kind of a dune head. I, I, don't, okay. I still don't know anything else about it, but that was one where I was like, I'm just curious how they're going to portray the world. And it was such a big budget that you're like, I hope they don't fuck this up. How could they? But like mm-hmm. you can with that much money and star power. But I feel like, yeah, that was one of those ones that felt like an event to go see. Everyone was talking about it. You're like, okay, I'm going to shell out for some, like, Bunch of Crunch and popcorn. Like, I'm get, I'm making this a moment for me and my uh-huh. friends, you know? That's what I kind of love about the movie theater experience, too. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, but so, like, you're a fan of the cinema. You're a fan of the movies, like I yes. am. You 
made one and we need to talk about that process that jump uh-huh. from being this video creator this online creator to making a feature is no joke and like creators have done it before and did you watch any of those or like how did you prepare from going from digital to cre- creator to feature maker um i feel like well <clears throat> honestly when the pandemic happened like the like the early the beginning of it i I think just because everything was stopped, like I had time to like write a script. Um, and I, I feel like I, I, for years, I feel like um, with my YouTube videos, cause they have this like film like aspect to Quality. it. Um, yeah. People really were like, I would love to see a, a, like a movie. And I'm like, it's always, I knew I was always headed in that direction, but mm. um, it was just very intimidating. Like the technical side of things, like mm. what is a producer? Like, what is, like, I don't know. Like, like, and like i don't know like cameras and like lenses and stuff like it's not it just seemed like a huge beast and was very intimidating but mm. i think once i wrote the script I, re- I literally started off with a google doc and then i was like okay let me now di- uh download final draft and like <laughs> like you know what i mean like transfer yeah. this over and so and then after that like i i feel like um through youtube like i met like a lot of like people who are doing that transition um the lead producer on this was mikey murphy he started off uh, in the youtube space and he's kind of been um for the past few years diving into writing directing and producing and so he kind of like guided me through the whole thing um Mm. and um like held my hand through it and like took on i think a lot more of like the technical side of things Mm. so that i could Mm. focus on the creative Mm. um I don't know if I'm answering your question. No, but, yeah, are you <laughs> I'm, li- I'm literally yeah. listening to you talk as if I'm listening to a podcast. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yes, oh, good note. I, I feel the same way where there's this like weird imposter syndrome because like, hearing you talk mm-hmm. about like it was intimidating. I'm like, how is that possible for you? Like what you've created, you had such like narrative driven content already. Like it aesthetically had such a tone and, and like style. And mm-hmm. so to know that it was even nerve wracking for you to go to the big leagues or whatever they want to call it. Mm-hmm. Like even, even me having a, I have a meeting with like a DP later. I'm like, fuck, I'm brushing back up on my knowledge of lenses and what does mm-hmm. the millimeter represent exactly? <clears throat> like why do uh-huh. we call it 24 millimeter? Like just stuff where I'm afraid of looking like an idiot, but mm-hmm how did you tell yourself like there's a reason why people believe in you and your idea and like you don't Mm -hmm. have to be all of those things even though maybe you're used to being all of Mm -hmm. those positions as a a digital creator Mm -hmm. well I felt like I was like I felt very confident in the story and in like how I would be able to like execute it because I am a perfectionist so I knew like that the end product I like would be it would be something I'm proud of and I feel like I really I honestly really just lead into the fact that I didn't know everything. And I was very honest with everyone. Like every single person that was on like the DP, I was just like, I don't really know anything I want to learn. And I felt like that odd, like it made it better. Everyone was so down to teach me. And I, I would uh, like, I felt like in a very safe space where I was just asking questions and like, um, be like, Oh, I don't know what that means. What is that? And I feel like yeah. people were like, like that made them enjoy it more. Cause I felt like they like, Oh, they were like the expert on their thing yeah. and they get to teach me. And like, um, and I still felt, but I, I didn't like feel like that was a weakness to be honest. I felt mm-hmm. like I was like, I just wanted to be honest. And, mm-hmm. um, but I did feel very confident, um, in what, like 
it was like yeah. the the story itself because i i do feel like i can tell a story so i just like held on to that for my dear life throughout well, it well yeah let's talk about it like what is the story i remember you kind of soft pitched it when either you had just mm. wrapped making it or something and i was like oh shit that sounds dope as hell like have uh-huh. you seen that before what how did you come up with the story how did you draft like how yeah. many versions did you write were you like one and done this is it <laughs> no i mean i started it started off like I, I liked I, I started off with the structure. I, I, I liked the idea of this. Like, well, for those who don't know, Reply is like it's about this boy who finds these home videos that his mom made uh, filmed when she was uh, the summer after high school before college, and she's building a treehouse. And during um, the summer, she meets um, her new neighbor and um things progress um so um um, (laughs) they so i i knew i wanted to make something with found footage because it was i felt like a nice transition from youtube um Mm. and so and also like with it being a short film um i felt i was like okay how can i tell this in like a condensed way that feels i don't know like I don't know. Like I was just trying to find a creative way to tell it. So I think that was how I initially started it off. Um, and then a, a year went later went by and I was like, oh, I think I actually want to make this because, you know, things are starting to open up. So I was like, okay, I could actually make this happen. Um, and that's when I, I actually casted it in like my head. Like I, and that's how I developed the characters. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I don't know how to, I don't know. I feel like, even because I've been writing a feature for the past year, I even still like have like a like an actor in mind when I'm writing yeah. it because it, I don't yeah. know it really helps yeah. develop it and um I don't know, I feel like it's also a bit of an anxiety thing where it's like <laughs> I don't I don't know if it I'm like I'm like the casting process kind of scares me um mm. because it's like what if I can't find the ah, one the voice you know right. yes right. In um. Your head. It's like reading a book and then you're like, oh, uh-huh. God, I hope they got it right. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, even when I read, read books, I'm like, I feel like I read them with like a, an yeah. actor in mind oh, or sure. like a character in mind. Yeah. <clears throat> um, But, oh, my God, I lost my train of thought. But, yeah, I mean. Writing it did, and, and writing casting. It, like, yeah. what, did you write it with these pe- these actors in mind? Like, did you get yes. who you wanted? That's yes. Funny. No. And I, I was like, um, I remember like when I asked them, too, I was like. Because I, I was I, I didn't want to ask them until it was officially done, and I'm like I was just so nervous because I was like I don't know what I would do if they said no. Like I didn't really <laughs> like I was I didn't really have a backup plan, um, mm. but luckily all of them said yes. So um, that's what I knew. I was like I mean that's my favorite part of the whole process is working with the actors. Um, mm. Yeah, like I really, really like when I watch films, I, I watch for the acting. Um, mm-hmm. I just am obsessed with a, a good, a good actor. So, yeah. um, it was really cool getting, getting to work with them, getting to work with my dream cast. Yeah. And like, the, it's not, it's not like a bunch of nobodies. Like these are people that have been working in the biz for a while. I mean, you've got Sierra who was in Bizarre Vark and mm-hmm. you have Ava who's like becoming like an, the internet's girlfriend. Like people love these characters. Mm-hmm. And was there ever any idea of like casting people that come from digital or did you feel like for some reason this needed um linear actors if it was going to be on a linear platform because i feel like that's the stigma right it's like people don't yeah 
YouTuber movie seriously. Mm-hmm. I guess it was never like like that wasn't like a conscious thought to not cast like someone who was in the digital space. I think it was just like, I had met, I had met each and every single one of them in like different parts of my life. Mm. Um, and I, I just thought they were very talented actors. Um, and also they're all, they were all very like, they just stood out as very, being very warm and charming. Mm-hmm. Um, just them as who they are. And, um, and I knew that I wanted the film to be that. So yeah. I didn't really, yeah, I guess like, I mean, I I think I like I did I did want to make sure like I was. I think yeah. I mean, I just wanted to make sure they were good actors. I guess that's it. Like it wasn't yeah. they could have been in a digital space, but it, sure. I think yeah. I think because that's what they do. They're like they right. are actors, so it's right. like right. That was the most important part. Right, like you said, it's like you hire the experts, the the ones who are the best at their jobs, and that's like applicable even to the actors. Yes, so much makes a lot of sense. I'm mm-hmm. curious to talk about a piece of like because none of this is very traditional, like in the process of like you get the actors that all say yes, you go out to them, you wrote a script in a year, like that's all that's fast and like very. I don't know. I like to believe in like you're manifesting your own like shit because that's something the internet probably taught us is that as creators, we can like just do it ourselves. But mm-hmm. um, there's a piece of like uh, filmmaking and, and being a director that a lot of people don't talk about, but need so much advice on which is funding. And mm-hmm. I feel like that's the, what people think is their biggest obstacle to making a film. And like, I don't know if you believe that, but can you talk a little bit about the process of funding? I, I'd imagine that, had people asked you to do a feature before like you're so talented I feel like people would just be throwing dollar bills at you like a stripper make a movie (laughs) I I mean I mean I started I remember I started off asking my agent I was like can I get help like how can I get funding for this um but I think I ended up just like I guess it is the the digital creator in me I was like I'm just gonna get this done myself I'm like so I did crowdfunding and then I also it was a lot of out of pocket because it was a passion project and Mm -hmm. I knew that this was like my like this is would be setting this this tone for like what an l mills film would look like and it would Mm. be very it wasn't like an investment so i i did i i just spent a lot out of pocket but and i Mm. i mean that's not very good advice but i do think when you're (laughs) first starting out you know it's like there has to be a bit of an investment but i did do crowdfunding and um i i think that was great and everyone was very supportive so Mm. um and I just felt like I had a lot of friends and family who are willing to like support, mm. even if just a little bit, um, yeah. help support that. I mean, yeah, yeah I'm not sure if this is great advice. I did. I mean, I felt like I was very fortunate with to have, um, you know, uh, an audience who mm. wanted to see it. And so, um, yeah, I, I, I got I got lucky there, but. Yeah, Um, no, I mean, luck or, like, you, it's hard work and, like, years of, like, your content making to show mm -hmm. as proof of concept. Like, a lot of people trusted you already because they know, like you said, like, you know how to tell a story, which, let's talk about the story, like, how gay this shit is. Like, (laughs) important for you to have your film? Like, what was Mm -hmm. that process like writing in 2022? one I guess or 2020 whenever you were writing it like how did you Mm -hmm. want this to feel different from most like queer coming of age stories Mm -hmm. yeah I mean I think um 
well, for me, like I grew up loving 2000s teen movies, so it was important for me to have like a queer 2000s teen movie. Um, and I'm still like working on that. I mean, this is like a short film, so like I had the short film version of it, but um, I I really wanted also like it to feel, especially with like two uh, female leads, like I really wanted it to be a very innocent love story. Um, I felt like, I mean, we have that with like, I think Heartstoppers is a good example of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's like, mm-hmm. you know, there's some good ones, but I felt like I really wanted to be very innocent and cute, like first love. Like I think of films like Little Manhattan or like Flipped or like these are just like very like, or like My Girl, like very wholesome. Oh. Um, I think that's very important for queer stories. Uh, there aren't many of them. So um, that was important for me. Um Mostly that, to be honest. Like, I also wanted it to be, like, I mean, there are a lot of, like, I feel like with queer stories focus on the coming out aspect, and I think those stories are very important, but mm-hmm. um, I think it was more important for me to, like, start, like, it, it was nothing, there's no, there's no aspect about coming out in it, it was just a love story, um, as it would be for, a, like, a guy and a girl, so uh, I think yeah. that was really important for me. Yeah, and, like, do you, do you feel like that was at any point was it the story a hard sell for anybody like getting someone behind the idea like we talk about how so many queer stories are like trauma based right or like you said the coming Mm -hmm. out or like was it Mm -hmm. ever a hard sell to just be like these are two people falling in love and and that's it. No, I f- no, no. I feel like it wasn't a hard tell. I feel like everyone was really down for it, and I think everyone understood that. Like I, yeah, I, I just, yeah. I feel like I, another good example, another because another short film I felt like was a good, um, a queer one was um, I forget what it was called. It's an animated one. Um, do you know it was the, it was the two boys with the heart? Have you ever seen it? It was where, where uh, did I, I see it? I forget what YouTube. It, it it went yeah it went viral on YouTube a while ago, but you should definitely check it out. But I felt like that's a good. It was like a, it was like an, a heart, in a heartbeat. I think it was in a heartbeat. Yes. Oh, all right. It was the first one that popped up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That one is very highly recommend. Um, but that, like, I think that I remember seeing that, and I was like, oh, this is like so wholesome and sweet, and it's just like I want any anyone at any age to watch it. You know, mm. that's that was very important. Mm, right, like mm-hmm. it's a universal story, no matter. Where for a family it's a yeah a family film yeah. um so yeah could go on the disney channel could be a exactly <laughs> yes no yes exactly so <clears throat> I, i'm really curious about the actual like production aspect right so you've got mm-hmm. the actors you've got the story you believe in it other people believe in it you're set to go and then like uh-huh. so many things can go wrong in production right mm-hmm. like you go over budget, you don't uh-huh. get the shots you want. Like how much shooting did you do or like plan for? How much did you do? And then what was kind of the process like also shooting during a COVID-ish time? Yeah. Um, yeah, it was, a, it was honestly a really smooth process. I'd say the, the toughest part was the pre-production and I had I already like when I went to Mikey with the script, I was like, there's this one thing that we might have trouble with because I was like, 
The weather is getting warmer, so it is time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince. Now that I've got a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking effortless, effortless, less, yeah, effortlessly chic year after year, like uh, premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from 30 doll hairs, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. I can confirm this. I'm actually wearing Quince pants right now. You are. They are so, they're they're loose, they're breezy. These babies have a button, a fly, drawstring, and elastic in the band. So I can like, I can dress them up, I can dress them down. Yes. They are, they're the perfect pant for summer and I'm really comfortable as hell in them. Honestly, I am wearing the Quince 14 karat gold earring loop right now. Oh my God. I know. I think it's so cute. It does not tarnish. It is so comfy and I have sensitive ears so I'm really loving this for my body. So get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to Quince.com slash Kelsey for free shipping on your order in 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Kelsey to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Kelsey. Are you looking to cut back on alcohol this year? (laughs) You are talking to two sober sallies. You know Zach and I love to drink recess zero-proof craft mocktails because it's a guilt-free way to unwind. It has 0% alcohol made with real fruit, only 25 calories or less, and it is sweetened with agave because y'all know I got that sugar addiction. It has incredible flavors. One of my favorites is the grapefruit Paloma. The Paloma is actually one of the last drinks I was drinking when I was drinking alcohol. So this is like a nice little nostalgia moment and it still feels really fun in my hand. And there's no reason we should be missing out on the partying either. It's such a good replacement for alcohol, a great drink for having in between alcoholic drinks, unwinding at home, at dinner parties, chilling on the couch. It is endless. Get 15% off recess mocktails now at takearecess.com slash Kelsey. So you can enjoy your favorite cocktails without the consequences. How are they going to build a treehouse? Like with a small, like how are we going to build a treehouse with such a small budget? And we were originally going to build it as we were shooting, which I don't know how we thought that was going to be possible. Um, But I think like like two weeks out, we decided like we have to like fake it and like find like an actual treehouse out. It's already made because it's like how are you supposed to? I guess like logistics. It's like who's going to let us build a treehouse on their location at their place and stuff, right? So those are like. I don't know, interesting things to deal with. Cause I was like semi producing it. Um, I was helping out, but um, um, Mikey and Mark, they didn't tell me until the day before, but we didn't have the treehouse location locked until the day before the, so, um, and that was the second day of our shoot. So um, ah. luckily they didn't tell me that thankfully, but um, that was probably the hardest part of it all. I, but like on terms of actual shooting, cause I feel like pre-production was like a month or two. And then we had a three-day shoot, and we wrapped two hours early every day. Um, ah! Yeah, no, but it's because we shot it all on film, most of it on film. Wow! And so we were limited with our takes. And I like, I had we had rehearsal time with the actors before, and I like kind of prepped them. I'm like, we're mm. we pretty much need to do like two takes per mm. scene. Um, and so we prepped it as much as we can. But um, the cast are just so talented, and also I. 
I felt like I was, I, I, with my YouTube videos, I'm always like pre-prepped. Like I have it structured out and planned out like to the T and I kind of had that prepped for reply as well. So I felt like we went in, like I went in knowing what I wanted. Um, Mm -hmm. and as soon as we got to move on quickly. And so Mm -hmm. it was very smooth and in that aspect and also just like good vibes on set i felt like everything went smoothly honestly like um because i've directed like two other things since then i'm like it was definitely like a dream experience and it was a very i'm very glad that it was my first experience too that it was like it very smooth so um yeah truly truly like uh i can't get over like how I don't want to say easy because I know it wasn't easy, but smooth things like went for you. Cause I feel like the hardest thing that I'm up against right now is I too am a perfectionist who's learned how to do everything by themselves, but learning how to give up control, even Mm -hmm. if it's like the best person for the job of just like in the moment of production, things can go wrong and you have to kind of like pivot and adjust. And is that just like, what is that just like a better up, like upbringing as a child that you're able to be more flexible or like <laughs> how do you not get stuck especially when you're someone who sees so clearly a vision like how are you able to pivot when maybe things weren't exactly yeah. right I don't know yeah I guess, I guess like I feel like in in the moment I, I think like I like problem solving so I, mm. I I would I'm if it's like Obviously, I'm going to push it as far as I can to have what exactly what I want. But if we get to the point where I'm like, okay, we need to figure this out. Like, I'm, I think I'm very flexible and like willing to, um, figure it out and make it happen. Um, like I feel like there's been like in other things I've directed, like I, I've definitely had to, you know, maybe like, you know, definitely figure out like on the spot pivoting. And um, it's been interesting. I feel like the more obviously the more experience I get, like I feel like I'm. I'm like, I, I really reflect back when it's like, okay, like how could I have prevented that? And like, mm. um, you know, and like talking to the team around me, I feel like mm. it's also nice because I don't, I don't, I feel like it's, it's not me having to pivot. It's all of us having to pivot, mm. you know, the team. So I feel like, I feel like the biggest thing was creating a team that felt like a family. Mm. Um, and I feel like I have my go-to team when with mm. directing, like, I don't, I can't imagine it doing it without them because I feel very safe and I feel like mm. we have each other's backs. So maybe that's it. Like, I feel like it's not just me trying to figure it out. It's like, we're all in this together. It's a team effort. Yeah. And that's gotta be nice. I, I, I know that feeling of like the best feeling in the world is hiring your friends and like working with your friends that become family and, and it does make a big difference in the energy of the room mm-hmm. and showing up for the days. Like, how did you guys connect as a family? Like, were you guys like hanging around the crafty table? Were you doing cast dinners? Like, were y'all drinking in the after party? Like, yeah. what, how did you get everyone to get close that quickly? I mean, I guess like, honestly, initially when I was talking to Mark and Mikey, um, my the biggest thing was like i want the set to be good vibes i had it was very intentional that it would feel like a family and very warm and welcoming while still getting shit done mm-hmm. um so i i remember being like i want everyone we hired to be like mm-hmm. good vibes like selfishly like i wanted to be like i want to be able to want i want to come on set and want to hang out with everyone right so um i mean i mean i did like things like just i I feel like my biggest thing as a director is making sure that it feels like a fun space. Cause mm-hmm. I feel like 
subconsciously people can feel that in the end product. I feel like mm. when something's made with love, people feel that. And that's how I kind of led with my, my YouTube videos. Um, mm. It was just trying to make like put as much love into it as possible. Um, and so that was like intentional going into reply. Um, and, and like on set, like would play music, like make sure I, I curated a playlist and like, um, just making like getting gifts for the cast, you know what I mean? Oh, and making yeah. sure, and I feel like knowing, letting the producers know that this is like the vibe I want to set. They were also right. doing their part in like making sure the crew was good. Um, so yeah, very intentional to have it right. feel like that. Oh, I love that. Like a very intentional set. Um, you mentioned mm -hmm. this is shot on film, which is yes. a choice. <laughs> talk about it. What, what was that choice made for? Yeah. I mean, I'm upset. Like, I feel like there was a time where almost like all, all films were shot on, on film. And I love that look. I love that feel. And especially because this is like, it's like there's present day. This film is like there's present day and then it goes back in time. I knew that I wanted to, it to feel nostalgic. Mm -hmm. um, and I really, very, very early on uh, realized I didn't really want to make it feel like it was actual lost footage, like VHS mm -hmm. tape stuff. So I was yeah. like, I leaned into the Wes Anderson-esque look. Um, um, so like uh, Moonrise Kingdom was um, reference yeah. for the visual. Um, and that's how I got paired with um, my, my DP, my, my, um, I call her my um, work soulmate. Um, <laughs> she specializes in film and that's her name's Kasusha. And she's every project I've directed. Um, she, I work with her um, and, it was, I don't, I don't know. I feel like there's something because I've shot on digital too now. And I've, I've done, so I've, the three things I've directed, first one replies all on film. Um, the music video, Joshua Bassett music, Joshua Bassett music video I did, we shot on digital, but then we did a film out. So we like, ah. we edited it out and then we got all scanned on film. Oh, and then the, um, I, my last YouTube video, I, um, we just like color graded it to look like film. And I think out of all of it, I'm like, I really do. I don't know. There's something special about um, shooting on film. Like, um, Kasusha, I was talking to her about it and she's, I'm like, why do you love shooting on film? Cause she like, that's her like specialty. And she's like, there's so, there's a different process it, um, versus like shooting on film versus shooting on digital um, on her end. And it's like, it feels a lot more intentional and everyone's like, we're like, mm. it's, it's all coming back to Higher intentional stakes. and like yeah yes exactly <laughs> and it feels like um because on digital you can shoot as many takes as you want yeah. but with film it's like it's very precious and yes. so um i don't know there's just yeah i really just enjoy i also, mostly just enjoy the look i really wanted yeah. it to you look like you it was, can't recreate you, it you try yes but it's, it's really hard uh-huh so you make it, you got your film, your crew is all loving on each other. You're wrapping two hours early. What the fuck? You get to the post process and how many days like editing and how, how involved were you in the process? I edited it. I have Holy not. Shit. <laughs> no, I have not let go of the editing yet. I'm a, I don't, I'm a little worried because I do eventually need to let go. I think yeah. I have some projects coming up where I'm like, I'm going to try to let go of the editing. Um, but I don't know. Cause I just like, I, cause I um, write the script with the edit in mind. Like I right. know the beats and stuff. And right. like, so, and that's how I edit, like made my YouTube videos. It's like, um, I feel like I 
it's the edits already done before I'm right. filming. Um, right. But um, it, I sped through the edit. The edit was really fast because I already knew, especially because it's basically the way the film is. It's like we're either on on sticks or it's like handheld because mm -hmm. the camera is a character um, mm -hmm. in it like it's always a character holding the camera technically. Mm -hmm. So it was very like, there's like montage parts and then there would be the scenes where we locked mm -hmm. off one take. So the edit was kind of easy. Mm -hmm. um, but like what I enjoy with, honestly, I really enjoy working with the team on the post-production side because I, you know, I'm used to editing on my own, but yeah. it's nice to have some, like, I don't know, like having a colorist. I huh. love that part. A colorist yeah. is amazing. Holy I don't know. I'm shit. like not good at it at Me all. Neither. Uh uh, and like sound design too. Like just like not having to deal with like the little. I don't know. I yeah. really enjoyed like offloading. Honestly, I just like. I think the only part about the edit is that is the, the beats like the cuts. It, like it's like I almost feel like when I'm like eventually I will work with an editor, but like it's like I feel like I'm just gonna be such a helicopter mom. Like I'm gonna be like so on top, like over the shoulder, and like. Yeah wanting to like have it the exact second and yes. like i don't know i gotta figure that out but it was a yeah. it was like a month or two i guess of yeah post-production wow and are you also doing your other like videos and or did you take time off to just focus on this um just on reply yeah like were you just doing reply for oh like, i was just months? doing reply yeah um oh, and i yeah, I think I, I, I luckily um, for a year had a Twitch deal. Um, mm. So I was able to like do, the, I, I ended up just switching over to that while yeah. doing like the directing. Cause I could, I don't know. Right. Like, the type of it. Yeah. I couldn't yeah. do both at the same time. No so I, I, I did take a year off. Um, wow. Yeah. I yeah. can't, I like the next 24 <laughs> weeks. I'm like, I don't know. I don't even think I can take a vacation, like going home for Christmas. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I will go home the day before and I'll come back the day after. Cause I need to be here. There's always something to fucking do. Uh huh. Like there's it, no, even yeah. if it's not something to do on the project. There's like something to watch. There's something to be inspired by. Like something new mm -hmm. has come out. Like I I'm consuming all the time. And it's also like the creative part of it. I don't know. I find it very like, it's like you don't want to stretch yourself too thin and like I feel like I'm I'm very like I don't know how you are but I I can only really work on one project at a time. Mm -hmm. Um and so it does have it does put everything on pause when I'm working on like directing a project. Yeah, it's like I'm just seeing it as like a mindful practice. Like of course I want to go do all these other things and say yes, 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 but it's just it's really mindful and I want it like this is my one shot. This is like my my directorial debut. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like you got to like you said, you got to put like the L Mills TM on that bitch and you want you want uh -huh. it to be a, a hundred percent. Um, uh -huh. I, I'm curious about distribution. So you finish, mm -hmm. you're locked, your picture locked. Are you sending out edits to your agents like as it's happening? Are you like someone we already got a buyer? Like you're smiling. What was the process? No, I mean, I, I just like I, I, I don't. I think I just did it. Like I didn't really have my team involved at all. And then I ah. sent it, I think at the end, at the end I sent it, um, to, uh, my agent. Um, but I, what I think how it, I'm like trying to figure out how it worked out with creative plus how it landed in their, their hands. But, um, I, I got a new manager at the beginning of this year, um, mm -hmm. to help me with the transition. Um, he's in the more mm -hmm. traditional side of things. And, mm -hmm. um, I, I wanted someone who could help me guide me through, and 
help me navigate how to become a writer director because um I have no clue and so I think when it got to him Aaron um uh so I think he started sending it out the short film out to people um and um creator plus saw it and um yeah they were interested in buying the short film and releasing the short film on their platform um which was really cool um because I didn't I I had planned on I had no plan. I think I'm just going to post it on my YouTube channel. Really? Um, yeah, I, I I made it just like I wanted to make it. And um, it ended up working out because I'm like, luckily, like, because I, I paid a lot out of pocket, made all my sure. money back. So it was like, wow, <laughs> a dream nice experience. And also, yeah, no, yeah. And I think it's just been like, it's a, a cool, it's just been such a cool experience working with Creator Plus because it's like, they helped make the poster um, yeah. press. <laughs> and like, it's just like, it's like, it's like I don't know like I I really had no plan for it so um wow. yeah just I, I got I got really lucky honestly well creator plus I don't think a lot a lot of people are just starting to hear about it it's sort of mm -hmm. I mean exactly what it says creator plus it's it's people mm -hmm. that come from the digital industry that know that there's like clearly a market for creator led projects and like I said kind of in the beginning it's like such a hard sell to these dinosaurs in the room to be like why would that belong on like a netflix or something and so they were like mm -hmm. why not just make our own and so it mm -hmm. seems to be the kind of also the perfect home for it in a way oh no for sure especially yeah. like my directorial debut um yeah yeah it was like a no-brainer yeah like the girlies who mm -hmm. get it get it um, yeah exactly <laughs> so tell me what the response has been like Oh, it's been good. I mean, it's been interesting because this is like I've never like with YouTube. I'm like so used to it being a like as soon as I finish Instead. posting it, yeah. And so I've I've sat on it. This it's been done since um, December of last year. So it's been oh, over wow. like almost a year. Yeah, um, and we did like a bit of a festival run with it. Um, and I had like the big like friends, family, and crew cast and crew screening in February. So wow. I back then it was really it was a very warm and uh, very encouraging response like i feel like i i felt like i was on the right track with getting into writing and directing um and now yeah. that's out and for the world for the, everyone to see i feel like um it's been the same like everyone's been very kind about it and i think um it's been received well and um people enjoy it i mean i'm excited like i feel like it's been a year so i i've been working on um another script and i'm like excited you know what i mean i'm like i'm excited for people to see what else i got um but um i'm glad that i feel like it really reply does set the tone of like what the heart of the films i want to make well like what it will feel like um so yeah i guess it just got it's the response has made me more excited to um finish up my other script <laughs> i mean and of course you know show, i'm gonna yeah. ask like what's the next thing? like what is <clears throat> i you have you have to take a step back and like appreciate your work like yes of course uh -huh. but then where we come from it's like okay and what else do you have like what's next like, yes. how fast can we hit? Uh -huh. so what's that what's that been like were you able to sort of digest and enjoy it and then like what's next yeah i mean it's been it's definitely i think it's been good practice to like sit on something and like I don't know like this is yeah it's the longest i've sat on a project before um so um and it, it that's I'm, i I need to get used to it because yeah. um <laughs> i feel like with filmmaking that's just what how it how it goes yeah. um yeah no but yeah it's been interesting to um get like 
un- unwire my brain from like the the digital um, grind. grind. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's it's been like, um, I mean, I just kind of put really try to put that energy into um, taking my time with this script. I've been writing mm. for the past year a, a feature um, that I think it is like a queer coming of age film. Um, and I think reply really, again, it sets the, I feel like it's not a proof of concept. It's a, it's a different story, but, mm-hmm. um, if people enjoy reply, they, I think they will really enjoy this. And I do, I just feel like I've, I don't know. It's interesting because I've sat on it reply for so long. I'm like, um, oh, I feel like, I mean, I'm proud of reply. I'm super proud, proud of it. And I would have, I won't change, I wouldn't change anything of it about it, but I'm like, oh, I've grown a lot as a a person in the past mm. year so I feel like my writing reflects that you know and I feel like I'm excited for people to see um what this f- feature is because yeah. I, I feel like it it kind of shows my growth um hell so. yeah hell yeah that's like I uh-huh. mean shit like <laughs> the hardest part for me with this the BuzzFeed project is like convincing people who I haven't seen since I left that I'm not like the alcoholic mess that was on bus. <laughs> like people are like, why is she directing this? I'm like, I promise since I've left full time, I've made two other features. I'm like an evolved person, or at least that's what I'm telling myself and people, but just to see the growth in my own filmmaking uh-huh. when I was making like Buzzfeed identity videos to like this I don't know, time capsule-esque rise and fall story. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to kind of see also what I come up with, but it's fun. Like, like you said, it's, it's cool to see your own growth and like reflecting that in the storytelling and, Mm -hmm. and even just like the type of the way you shoot something, I think is going to be the most fun, like time capsule of your own work, which I mean, that's like what YouTube is for us anyways, is to go back mm-hmm. and be like, wow, look how smart I was back then and how funny. And mm-hmm. I thought I, I thought I knew it then, but look at all this life experience that's shaped the artist I am today. Mm-hmm. At this point, I'm, I'm complimenting you, but also just trying to hype myself up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm really excited because you're, you're like, it's a documentary. Yeah. That you're like it's, right? So that's like, yeah, that's like, a, I mean, I'm, I eventually, I think, in my life would want to tackle a documentary. Um, but that's you like, will. it's so natural from where we come from, you know, in uh-huh. a way, like putting ourselves mm-hmm. in our identity, but like far enough away where like director feels right, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's exciting. I, I mean, like, I can't even imagine like what that process is like. <laughs> it's, like a, that's... it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot, but it's exciting. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's uh-huh. the business side and like tr- getting people to trust you with their story and, and their time mm-hmm. and their money. And it's, it's a team effort. So it's for sure been fun to just like hire my friends again and like get to work with friends again. And that I think is like, mm-hmm. if you guys take anything away from this episode, it's that when you work with your friends, you can do anything you set your mind <laughs> to or something like that. Um, okay. Well, I can't believe we've been talking for 45 minutes already, but oh, really? Me, oh my God. I can talk to you about film all day. Like we even <laughs> I know. get into the weird parts of like, what was your inspiration? What did you watch mm-hmm. over and over again? Okay. I'll ask that to end. What did you watch over and over again for when you needed like an inspo moment or was there sort of a genre? Oh, I don't feel like I watched anything. I feel like just like 
really honing in on like the films that I love and taking little things from it. Like, um, I like again with like the visuals. It was Wes Anderson, like Moonrise Kingdom. Um, but then it was like the nostalgic stuff, like the teen movies that I grew up with. I was like, it's like I love and I love it to feel entertaining from start to finish. And like, mm. um, I knew I I think I watched like there was like in it there's like. A Jojo Rabbit, like Taika Waititi, like his, like wow. I feel like he's able to like keep uh, yeah. an audience really on the edge of their seat, and so like yeah. that was an inspiration. So I think mm. uh, this is a bad answer, but basically all my favorite movies were an inspiration. That I mean, yeah, you're so right with Takai. Is like he's a comedian first, like no matter what, even with something like Jojo, it's the pacing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we need to do just like a whole separate side. Wait, well, you'll just have to come back on Guilty Pleasures. What am I talking about? Yes. <laughs> like, no, I'm down. <laughs> we had a podcast where we could dissect our favorite movies. <laughs> um, okay, well, tell the people if they've been living under a rock, where can they find you and where can mm-hmm. they find Reply to Watch? Yes, um, you can find me on Instagram at l.mills and then Twitter Mills L. Um, you can check out my past work on youtube.com slash L the Mills, but you can most importantly watch Reply um, on creatorplus.com slash Reply. Perfect. Well, congratulations yes. again. I cannot wait <laughs> to see you. what you come out with next. I'm always a forever fan, and thanks again so much for being here. You're rad. Thank you for having me. Thank you. All right, Coffee Don, that's it for this week. You don't forget to check out all the links below. We'll have Elle's movie out. Reply. Click it below. Check it out. Go get some gay shit in your life. Uh, And we will see you next week. Bye. Thanks, Elle. Bye.